Welcome back to the final whistle. I'm sure you enjoyed the first part of a conversation with Bahaki. Here's part two. Moving on to your Indonesian stint with uh, Persija and uh, Persib Bandung, correct? Yep. Uh, of course, at that time, I, was it was it the first time that you were playing regularly at club football level with so many people watching you? Was it the first time? Or in Geelang was already a, a, a similar okay, experience? Okay, Geelang, Geelang is a, yeah, it's a first, first-hand experience. Mm-hmm. Brother, Persija is like an enhanced level, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Give us an indication. How crazy was it? Bro, you have no idea. I think if Alamsha and Ridwan, I'm sure Alamsha spoke about yeah. the days in Arema and all. Bro, they 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 want Ridwan to to uh, contest for president, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's how crazy they are, bro. I saw the I saw Ridwan Mohamed face uh, on the flag. Mm. Ridwan for president. Oh my god, house. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But you you must have enjoyed it so much, brother. Th- those days, trust me, I my love for football grow like 1000%. Mm-hmm. You know, the game. Like finally, I feel like, I felt like I'm in the real arena, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's full Persija. You know, Jakarta every, you know, 30,000, nothing bro. To mm-hmm. fill the Senayan Stadium. We played against Ridwan, the last game of the season bro. 120,000. Wow. Until today, no one breaks the record. Mm-hmm. That game bro, full house to the max bro. And after the game, everybody entered because it's the closing of uh, the league, right? Mm-hmm. It was one hell of an experience for me, uh, both on the pitch and off the pitch. Off the pitch in terms of, you know, I get to visit homes. I get to see real life experience, uh, you know, boys, you know, fans uh, staying in cardboards, uh, mm-hmm. cardboard homes. They don't have, they don't go to school. They they watch us train. You know, training training session, bro, you can get a good thousand to two thousand people bro, watching wow. you training every every day, every day, bro. Mm-hmm. So that's how much you you get yourself motivated. You know, if you if you're not motivated, I, I don't know what to say really. Chi <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one thousand people watching. Bro. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> ah, <correct laughs> not? Yeah. Ah, then along the way, you know, I get to every game, bro. Every game we have bad news. Be it win, be it lose. Every game, uh, the management will announce to us, okay, today, today we have three Jack Maniers pass away. Because they celebrate on the bu- on top of the buses and then they fell down mm. and the other car langgar them and all. Then the next day, players were assigned to, okay, tomorrow, okay, Bambang is made, uh, whoever, whoever, okay, next week, Bayaki, okay, you go to the house and say, say hello and what. Mm. Yeah. Nice lah, nice lah to get to see you know poverty eh? people living in hardship bro mm-hmm. real hardship bro mm-hmm. we over here I, that, when I see all this bro then I like I say what the hell man I'm complaining in Singapore no? mm-hmm. this not enough that not enough that kind of thing so my my life in Indonesia I feel like bro it's not far bro it's just next door <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it teaches me lah it teaches me I, I feel like we as Singaporeans, somehow we we kind of like, uh, is it? I don't blame them for being contented or only being like safe in the in the in a box. Mm-hmm. Mm. Understand? Like sometimes when we travel out, we feel scared because it's not our home system. Yeah, mm. we feel like oh, what's this? What's this? Yeah, but staying in Indonesia is is really yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on from <coughs> Indonesia to the Malaysian Super League days, uh, you came back yeah. to Singapore and you joined up with the Lions Twelve yep. after your Indonesian stint. 
how was that experience like? And uh, just talk to us about what I mentioned earlier, which was the goal against Kelantan, yeah, yeah. the, the rock <laughs> celebration. Uh, was that also one of those memories that will always stick with you? The, not just the goal, but you know the whole uh, attendance, uh, the crowd that came for the game. Uh, how how did that feel like for you? Um, brother, I enjoy the lunch job, bro. I love it so much, man. It's my own country. Fans pack, bro. Every every you know every weekend. Yeah. Um, but I felt sorry and sad also for for our local league, lah. You know. Okay. I mean, because just twenty four hours before our game, there's a live game at Jalan Besar, and it was empty. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. twenty four hours later, bro, full. You understand? So you can see, like people choose like a country versus country kind of a game mm-hmm. rather than club versus club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Lion's Shelf, bro, is like you're giving it all uh, for, for your country. Mm-hmm. And you uh, enjoyed you, it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it so much uh, playing against uh, state teams. But you know, back at the back of your mind, you know that this is still club football, you know. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. It's not like full international, but you know that, okay, it's, it's still against club. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so okay, uh, we, because, uh, you know, a lot of Singaporeans, still living in in eras uh, in in the 90s eras you know during those days malaysia Cup, mm-hmm. malaysia malaysia league it was their time you know mm-hmm. it was their form of entertainment so you know the lions Trophy days is like it's a form of bringing bringing it back and you know that's where the togetherness came along mm-hmm. quickly moving on to uh, jdt uh, yeah how was the stint there like for you um, do you have any regrets about about the stint there and also, the relationship that you had with the Malaysian players because I'm sure there was rivalry between Singapore and Malaysia at the point of time but how do you adapt to it when you went over to GDT? Uh, okay, uh, I mean, I'll just share with you. Uh, they are my friends. Okay. Shafiq Rahim, Safi Sali. Mm-hmm. They, we were teammates before and we are rivals and suddenly we are teammates. Mm-hmm. You know, no Sharul, Idlan Talaha and all. Mm-hmm. But bro, it's difficult handling them. I was, I was, I was, I was one of the captains also there. Mm-hmm. I thought that, you know, I tried to handle them like how I handled the local boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, implementing not rules but just simple understanding. And but bro, they they are diva, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a very different culture. Different culture, yes. Okay. They, I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Uh, these assholes, all they are. <laughs> <laughs> but they are nice, lah. Mm-hmm. They, they are, they are nice guys. Mm-hmm. Safi, right? This. Uh, yeah, nice. I like Safi Sali the most, bro. Okay. He's the most professional player ever for me uh, in Malaysian football. Mm-hmm. When I'm in Persija, he's in uh, Pelita. Okay. So he's based in Jakarta as well. Mm-hmm. So we meet up most of the time to, to you know, just makan, chit-chat. Because we stay in, around Jakarta. A very well-respected figure, uh, Safi Sali. Um, yeah, again, back to JDT. It's not, it's not easy. And... And then you have Pablo Aymar coming into the changing room. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't know what to say to him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um but I think, I personally think that I, I'm not I'm not afraid to say. I think I fail during JDT days. Mm-hmm. I think that um in throughout my career, uh, being in JDT, the JDT days are like uh not the wow days for me. Lah. Okay. Was uh, there a reason for that? No, because bro, you you must understand that. Okay, JDT. When you enter JDT, bro, it's no brainer, bro. They give you what million millions of dollars of contract. Mm-hmm. Understand? Mm-hmm. 
And SGD, USD, yeah, USD, USD. Yeah. So yeah. you <laughs> when and you deal with people like Tengku Makota Joe, mm-hmm. bro. He is a super nice boss. Okay. Trust me. Mm-hmm. He can be your worst enemy. He can be your best friend, bro. Mm-hmm. And as a captain, bro, I no need to deal with any GM lah. Uh, team administrator lah, supervisor. No need bro. Mm-hmm. I deal directly with him. Mm. He said, bye, any problem? He said, no problem. Sometimes, there are, okay, there, bro, I, I will bluff you lah, there's no problem. There's problems. Mm-hmm. But, as much as we can handle within us, okay, there's ca- three captain, myself, Adil, Adil Zafwan, and Amri Yaya. Mm-hmm. So, as much as we can settle within our own, you know, what's the need of telling boss, you know, mm. that kind of thing. Unless something major, Okay, like, we will update can you him. Give, give us an example of what kind of problems would you bring? I mean, to within boys lah, you know, in changing room, standard lah. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah. this sometimes can can get along, and then mm. th- things like that lah, bro. Uh, I mean, not not things that doesn't involve uh, finance, uh, financial lah. Mm. Uh, you know, even if it's financial, also we among us also okay lah, chop chop, okay lah, chop chop, give yeah. lah, settle lah, mm. you know. Yeah, but then again, he's he's a very good boss. He's a very Bro, he's very stubborn guy. Yeah. You can see <laughs> yeah. very, very stubborn. He wants, he 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 will go for what he wants. He wants. Uh. Okay. Yeah. And I think Haris, um, I believe Haris will have his story, lah, you know, basically. He he will have his episodes. Lah. Mm-hmm. But why I say I failed back then? Because I feel that entering Johor is a super huge thing. And okay. every day, every day, bro, in training in games, I feel like I over pressure myself. I overpressure myself because why? Because of all this surrounding bro. You know, when you, you hear the siren, you know it's either TMJ or the father. So you know that hey, he's coming, he's coming. Everybody's everybody's panic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, what happ- what's happening? Can you share <laughs> no. what, what siren? What siren? No, because uh, every time boss or the yeah. father or Tuanku, you know, drive, then there'll be escorts, right? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay. So these are the escorts. These escorts. Yeah, these escorts. And I didn't realize how, how much of a demand back then. You know, he 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 could like open up his watch and throw on the ground. Bro, $50,000 watch, bro. <laughs> he smashed on the ground. <laughs> that shows how passionate he was. Correct, yeah. correct. That's the thing. And and my first year there, I feel like, eh, why why am I not being myself as myself during Lion's Show, mm-hmm. during, you know, during my normal days, yeah. uh, you know? Why, why you, am you I feel struggling? Like you play your best game when you're the calm. Correct. Guy, yeah. yeah. Like, why am I struggling? Mm-hmm. Why am I worried about these little, little things? Mm-hmm. I should be like, I'm not calm at all yeah. during my JDT days. And there were moments also, Haris was like, at one point, Haris, Haris told me like he wanted to leave mm-hmm. before I left mm-hmm. because I was playing and he was on the bench most of the time. Then after that, he's like he ever tell me like once then I told him I said Harris just be patient I know your time will come mm-hmm. that kind of thing you know you have coaches from Valencia their man- mindset is different and here we are being Southeast Asians and we we need to like push ourselves to, to their limit you know mm-hmm. and you have players like Figueroa you have you know Pablo Aima thinking that why why is training so 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 soft mm-hmm. we need more training blah 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 that kind of thing so yeah lah, I think those days, um, those were the pressure back then. I feel like I'm not up to it lah, mm-hmm. you know? or maybe I didn't. I'm not calm enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I feel that 
Uh, even though I left halfway, they give me the medal. I feel, I told boss, I said boss. <laughs> yeah, we, are, we were champion yeah. that year. But mm-hmm. I said boss, I don't feel that this is a championship for me. He said, mm-hmm. I left halfway. So I don't think I win anything with JDT. I don't want to claim any credit. For me, it's a, it's a failure means it's a failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I accept it. Yeah, then okay. moving on to JDT too. Yeah, when he told me, he said, bye, okay, look. You are, you are part of us. You don't, I don't want you to think that, oh, you're not JDT1 means you are nothing, you are this, you are that. So I want you to play this, this, uh, this abang role in, in JDT2. JDT2. Yeah, so, uh, bro, I just continue. Uh. Okay. Uh, Was there a difference between playing JDT1 and 2 <coughs> for you? Oh, of course, uh, bro. JDT1, salah, match bonus, better. Mm. Uh, you more motivation. Better, more motivation, mm. uh, bro. You play Malaysia Super Leagues. Uh, mm. And I play in bloody Premier Leagues. Uh, <laughs> some pitch also like shit. Like <laughs> yeah, correct, but... Yeah, yeah I mean... Mm. Let's let's be honest here, yeah, la, you know. Yeah. What, what's there to what's there to hide? Mm-hmm. And... And I'm more like a tutor uh, rather than a player there. Okay. Uh, so I, that... Uh, sorry. I enjoy playing. I en- I enjoy doing it though. Mm-hmm. But... After I left JDT... The... the the wonderful part is after I left JDT, then I feel like, hey, am I wasting my time here you now for the past four years? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. I my my career picked up again, bro. Yep. Ah, that's the thing. Then, then it, it's like I feel like Shara, if I don't join JDT, I can go somewhere else, you know. Mm-hmm. But but again, no, no excuses. I failed means I fail. Um, I should have done better. I don't know at which part I go wrong. Okay, never mind. Life goes on. My my relationship with TMJ is still still intact. We are we are good. We are still friends until mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. We call each other also sometimes. So things are good. Yeah, life lah, bro. It's, it's, it's part of uh, mistakes and mm-hmm. achievements lah. Yeah. Okay, and uh, moving on to the possible stint with a uh, Saudi Arabian club. Yeah, bro. Uh, basically, explain <laughs> to us how did that opportunity come about and why did it not uh, happen in the end? Um, well, fuck, man. I talk about Saudi, <laughs> uh, I always regret. Yeah. yeah, this is one thing I, when people ask me, what are your regrets? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, this is one of them. Uh. Okay. Uh, but, obviously, it's not something, it's not a regret where um, you can adjust that regret. It's something which the other options like overtake this this option. Mm-hmm. Like easily. Yeah. Okay. So but only I regret that I didn't get to play like being the first player to play yeah, in Saudi League. Yes. Uh, you know. Yeah. Then uh I was actually planning to go for my minor pilgrimage. Okay. Actually. Yeah. So everything <laughs> was fixed. Then uh I had a chat with Ash, if you know. Boy agent, yeah. Yeah, I, I spoke to Ash. Mm-hmm. Ash told me, he said, boy, I have a friend that can link you up, um, you know, an agent from the Middle East. You know, he he's doing uh, the, the the UAE League and the Qatar League and stuff. So I, so she told me that, you know, he, he, he might hook you up with a trial if you don't mind. I said, well, for a Middle East club, it's not that I don't care. Lah, you know, I know that who would who would sign a Singaporean? Yeah. Understand? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I, I put myself. Lah, you know, I put myself that low. Um, just thinking that okay, just go there and just enjoy myself. So initially, they got me a trial. I extend my my stay, uh, on my private expenses lah, personal expenses mm-hmm. for another eight days, mm-hmm. and stay in Jeddah. Mm-hmm. So 
the Jeddah Amin Stadium was uh, happened to be the national stadium for for the Saudi team. Okay. So a lot of under 23 players as well. I can see some of them. A lot of them are training there as well. Mm-hmm. We train, bro. I from day one I come to the team. I come to the training. I don't expect anything, bro. I knew that ah I won't sign. Ninety nine point nine percent, bro. Who they won't sign a Singaporean, right? Mm. Correct, not. <laughs> yeah. So I was just I was just enjoying myself. You know, not knowing, not a single pressure on my head. I just enjoy. They asked me to play midfield. I play midfield. They asked me to play uh, defend. I play defend. I play right back. I play right back. I don't care. Basically, I just go through the motion. But bro, without, without realizing, bro, I did my best, bro. Yeah. Really, it's like everything happened nicely for me. Mm-hmm. I played in a friendly game. They put me, they put, uh, we we played a we played a three five two. Okay. So I played a number six role in front. Oh, okay. With two bloody irritating bastard Saudi Arabian <laughs> players. Yeah, they it's good, bro. Yeah. They are like the Chavis and the Iniestas mm-hmm. there. So my job like super easy, mm-hmm. and everything happened for me over there, bro. And it looks good. So during the eighth day, I I after the training, I start to say goodbye to you know to all the friends lah. Basically, I met some friends there. Then the president came, bro. The president came. President told me, he said, hey, hey, sing- hey Singaporean guy. He speak in Arabic. Mm-hmm. So he said, come, sit here. I, I want to talk to you. And I speak to him. He said, hey, when are you going back? I say, oh, I'm going back tomorrow, sir. Um, I'm with my family now. We just finished the Umrah. So, yeah, thank you so much for the trial. I appreciate it a lot, blah, blah, blah. And he said, what time is your flight? I said, I'm taking Etihad and to Abu Dhabi and straight to Singapore. Uh, it's a 5.30pm flight. Okay, you wait. <laughs> he start taking the phone. He, he take the phone, bro. And he speak like, yalla, yalla, habibi, wala, wala. <laughs> <laughs> he speak in Arab. <laughs> and then, after he put on the phone, he said, okay, my friend, listen. <laughs> Tomorrow, you're not going back. <laughs> 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 yeah, bro. Then, like, I look at him. In my heart, what the, who the fuck are you, sir, to stop me from going back? You understand? I was just like, hey, why are you stopping me from going back? Because I didn't know the idea of signing for that team mm-hmm. doesn't even appear, bro, in my mind. Then I asked him, I said, why, sir? Sorry, at this time, was your family with you? or have they My family them? is in the mall, bro. Oh, okay. It's at the mall waiting for me. <laughs> they are at the mall with a Singaporean family that stays in Jeddah, okay. that base in Jeddah. So they are having dinner and wait, uh-huh. while waiting for me, you know? <laughs> so after that I said I tell him I said what I said sir I, I cannot stay because my son my children are getting to school mm-hmm. then he said um, I will give you four months I will give you five months visa uh, to stay in Saudi Arabia then I say for what you give me visa for what <laughs> then he said you don't want to play my team <laughs> he said this bro I almost cry bro trust me I you know Muslims, we, we always uh, kneel down and and uh, sujud. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, how, how to say that? Forehead on the floor, the, the salah celebration. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the, the sujud position, mm. you know, like like some sort of uh, thankfulness. Uh. Okay. Yeah. So, bro, I, I don't know, Shan. At one point, I played in Warriors uh, that year. Mm-hmm. I came back after JDT. I come to Warriors. I think that my career is, is going down. Thinking that, okay, this is it. I'm... At Warriors, bro, I just go through the motion only, bro. Mm. 
Really? Which was uh, the reason why when you went to Saudi Arabia, you didn't even think Correct, bro. Yeah. The energy was the same. Mm-hmm. It, it, it follows up, mm-hmm. basically. So I don't really care what's going on. Um, I told that, okay, la, enough. La, this bullshit of football. Done. Enough. JDT is a failure. Coming back to Warriors is even worse. With these people, my God. Mm. This Paul and... Oh my God, these people. Really, man. Mm. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know. Such a big club, Warrior, and you can... How the way you handle them and yes. until recently, you got problem, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was the energy back then. It was... It's like a graph going down, bro. It was going down. Then when that happened, bro, he, he said that, you, I want you to play for my team. Bro, that is like... It's like it's like the hand coming up from cemetery, from from the you know, from the ground, <laughs> from the ground, mm. uh, bro. It's like Batman return, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and and then what happened? I, I, I imagine a lot of movie stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what happened after that? Why why did you have to turn it down? Okay. Then after that, after all that lah. After that, I, I asked him, "Are you sure?" He said, "Yes," because now mid season, I want you play until season finish. You play good. Stay one more year, he said. Mm-hmm. So one one year and a half contract. I like I cannot believe, sir. Bro, you believe now? I never shower, sir. After that, I take my bag, I run to the mall, sir, like a small kid. I run, just wanting to meet my wife and my kids to tell them the news that they want me here. They want to sign me. The Saudi team wants to sign me. So I did that. I ran. I ran across the bridge, the the highway and the big highway. I ran over. Meet them. I told them that, look, I, I, they, they asked me to stay. How? Then after that, I told, I called my agent. I said, look, eh, you need to tell the, tell the boss, I need to go home tomorrow. I need to go home. Uh, I need to settle the kids. Then I can fly back to Jeddah. Then after that, the president talked to me on the phone. Okay, my friend, listen. You go home, settle your family. In Singapore, there, this, uh, there's Saudi embassy. You go to Saudi embassy, I will email them. I will I will ask them to prepare a visa for you. You settle your family quickly. I give you maximum seven days. And between these seven days, we will speak all about contract as well. So, hopefully I see you in Jeddah because we are playing against a cup game against this big team. Al Hitihad or? No, Al... The blue color. Al Hilal. Al Hilal, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suddenly... Cup game against Al Hilal. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Then uh-huh. after that, I say okay. I slept on the I slept on the airplane transit Abu Dhabi, bro. I cannot sleep, bro. I don't know. I yeah, it's coming, but this mm. thing is happening, right? But you have decided that you are gonna stay. Or no. Yeah. Then after that, in Singapore, we start to negotiate about the contract. Uh, okay. That's where things don't really go to my favor. Mm. Yeah, it was a. You know, I don't really think about this 20, 10, 10, 20, 30,000 dollar contract, you know, knowing that, oh, it's Saudi, they sure pay more, you know, that kind of thing. That kind of mentality. I didn't, for me, it's like, okay lah, I'm just a normal, a normal player would, would have think that, okay, it's, it will be a 10,000 dollar contract lah, basically. So they offered something which is, um, they said they have to compensate the, the, the Libya player and you know because you you're coming and half season so all these stories are then after that okay I don't mind about the financial part for me I still can solo and okay lah I can still play things around lah with my mm-hmm. wife my family mm-hmm. sekali I asked for lodging bro. 
lodging. They put me together with with uh, students. No. Yeah. I was planning to bring the kids mm-hmm. to to put them in school there. Mm-hmm. Arabic school lah. Yeah. <coughs> so I didn't I didn't get even I don't even get a house. And they put me in some school some some schools for staying with these students. It's a hostel. It's a hostel, hostel something yeah. like that. Yeah. Something like a hostel. Mm-hmm. And then Without without a car, without all this. I mean, bro, we are at professional level, lah, bro. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not here to to debate about. Alamak, no car ni, don't say no lah. It's it's yeah. not about that. When when you are at the level where th- these things are all should be provided, lah. Mm-hmm. I think for any industry, lah, if you correct, correct, correct. When yeah, you are an expert, yeah. yes, correct. Yeah. Even my even my local friend, uh, based in Jeddah also, mm-hmm. that guy also tell me, say, bro, say what kind of package is this, man? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here working. For an Islamic bank, I got all this. You were a football player. How come you don't get all that? <laughs> you know? So it kind of like turned me down a little bit. Uh, you know? mm. Then at the same time, regret. Uh. Bro, if I'm a millionaire, I'll play for free. Say that, bro. Yeah, you yeah. know, I would have yeah. buy my own bloody SUV, <laughs> GMC <laughs> car or what, you know? <laughs> just enjoy life in Saudi and just play. But my wife said, family, uh, family lah. the boundary is, uh, is family and the kids. Mm-hmm. So my wife said, hey, you are too far from us and how how can we visit you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, lah, that's how it is. Lah. Okay. So. Very quickly, uh, before we you know move on to the later stages of our podcast, uh, quickly talk about your career in Thailand. Uh. At that time, you know, were you surprised <laughs> that uh, clubs in Thailand wanted to take you on? Because this, like you said, I think it happened along the stages of like after Warriors and, and what right. happened and not. Uh, were you surprised and also how happy were you, you know, to be playing in Thailand? Okay, after yeah, after Saudi, then uh, during that Saudi moment, uh, bro, a lot of other offers coming. Uh. Mm-hmm. Even teams from got one, got one team from A League also asked me to wow. to go over and I think trial like like a like a three day, five days kind mm-hmm. of training lah, uh, you know, mm-hmm. which I rejected. Then after that KL, then Thailand, then Montong and all lah. Uh. So, so yeah lah, I decide to enter Thailand, which actually I'm kind of. Obvious, uh, bro. Of course, uh, bro. Being, I'm like, what? 20, 30, 32, 33. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm 34. 34, actually. okay. 34. Mm-hmm. 34 to enter Thailand, bro. To start your career in Thailand, 34 years old. Bro, many things yeah, you need to think. Yeah. <laughs> Correct or not? <laughs> my speed, my this, how these players all play one touch, two touch. Mm. <laughs> you understand? The football yeah. part. Yep. The football part. Can I cope? So after, after speaking to a few players and all, but at the end of the day, still, I tell myself that, look, I have to do this. Uh. I mean, I told my wife supports the idea and my family also support also. Give me full blessings uh, to start my career in Thailand. And I don't think so much, uh, bro. I took off and whatever is going to happen, happen. Uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I enjoyed. Uh, enjoyed although yeah. I got uh, I got loaned out to, uh, it's, a, it's a brother and sister club, mm-hmm. uh, you know, m- between Montong and... Uh, and uh, Udon Tani. Okay. But before that, we we play in Champions League, bro. Mm. Yeah, I got, got into the team for Champions League mm. and we, we beat JDT, bro, 5-1. <laughs> <laughs> that's what su- good. Yeah, in, in Super <laughs> Chalasai. Okay lah, I mean. <laughs> okay lah. <laughs> Talking about your various stints, uh, something that comes to my mind right now is you had a training stint in Europe, am I right? Uh, could you tell us more about that? Okay, bro. During... At one time, uh, year 2005 or 2004, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
or even 2006. I, I, I really can't recall. Uh, Radi sent myself and Redwan Mohamed mm-hmm. to Red Star Belgrade, bro. Okay. We, we, in Serbia. We in Serbia. Mm-hmm. In Belgrade, uh, basically. Mm-hmm. In Serbia, yes. Um, we were attached, uh, we attached to Red Star for one month. And, and bro, what a very good experience, man. I really enjoyed, I didn't know that it was an attachment. And at the same time, I also didn't know that, okay, maybe this was a trial. But Radi says that, okay, because uh, the coach was uh, Milano Raivac, mm-hmm. who coached Thailand before, mm-hmm. recently. And he brought South, he brought one of the African teams to, he brought Ghana to quarterfinals of the okay, World okay. Cup, right? Yeah. Second round, right? Mm-hmm. Group stage. <coughs> so yeah, uh, I can remember back then, there was there were players like uh, Nikola Zigic, the tall guy. Uh, the tall tall guy. guy. Mm-hmm. And then we have Pantalic. He plays for Ajax Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Then we have the twin brothers uh, playing for Serbian national team as well. Mm-hmm. Then we have Basta. Uh, most of them, that that that, that group, uh, that crop of players, uh, a lot of them make it to the Italian league. Mm-hmm. And then bro, I remember when I look back at the pictures, bro, I didn't realize that Nemanja Vidic was there. Bro. Wow. <laughs> Before he moved to CSKA Moscow. Mm-hmm. Then he go to Manchester United, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now then I remember, sir. Actually, eh, I was in same changing room with Vidic, sir. What, what did you learn most from the experience? Over there, it's purely mental. It's, it's no like all this laughing before training, ha ha ha, that kind of thing. Like, you know, no friend friend kind of thing. I, you know, bro, when they come to train, they come training with their sports, car, sports cars and all. They were like, they were like hugging their friends and I can see like maybe who's best friends with who. Mm-hmm upon coming into training ground. Bro, in training, they whack each other, bro. <laughs> really, bro. They, like, nobody business. I was like, hey, lah, this, these two were best friends just know how, like, this guy can, like, end up wanting to quarrel. So, that's how it is. And then got one, <clears throat> during one of the week, they were playing uh, a UEFA Cup game, uh, knockout, against Zenit St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashavin was playing. Okay. Okay. Then, the centre-back, one of the centre-back, bro, after training, the next day, recovery. We played in, they play in Maracana Stadium, uh, Belgrade. So, the next day, I joined training. They do recovery. This guy, bro, ankle swollen, like one tennis ball, bro, inside the ankle. Really? And I asked him. Then I tell him, I say, oh my God. I know, we being Asians, uh, mm. this one confirmed out, you know? Mm. <laughs> Correct, <laughs> no? Then after that, I tell him, I say, hey, bro, wow, how long, man, this one, three months? two months maybe he said no I'm gonna play next game see Allah bro that's how hard no. then I asked him why are you he said why are you forcing yourself he said you guys that day uh, only I think lost 2-1 really then he said bro this is Europe he said if I don't play 10,000 players waiting to take this place mm. that's how their mentality bro mm. from then on then I learn then I know that yeah, Salah, this is this is one kind of mentality where I mean it's not we as as Southeast Asia, as Singaporeans, like, you know, basically. We we don't think that way, like, bro. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We we were always like always the nice we always talk nicely. We always like, hey, you know, okay, rest well, take MC. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. this is the way like, our gesture, like, you know, being Singaporean. But these are athletes away, bro. These are so we take 
the positive lah that we learn. So this is why they really, really want to make it in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this that's how big it is. Okay. Yeah, that's that's one of the most important things that I learn. I apply to my to myself. Okay. Yeah. Of course, now you're you're back in Singapore, um, with Tampines. Uh, just talk to us more about the deal itself. You know, um, we saw in the papers that uh, you're playing for free. I see. You know what what's behind the decision to do that? Um. Okay lah. Finish. When I finished with Pachwap, um, I I knew that, you know, I, I I told myself that okay, I'm prepared for being jobless 2020. So can we just um, you left Thailand I left just Thailand. recently, right? Yes. Um, what 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 happened? Okay, in Thailand, it's a it's a series of events that happen mm. like every day. Okay, first of all, first the team wants me to stay actually. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not supposed to come back also. Okay. okay they, they say that, bye. Uh, they say, they announced to everybody, okay, we are taking 50% pay cut because of the COVID mm. situation. Okay, we negotiated for 30, 25, 30, 35. Okay, still, you know, whatever it is, okay, just accept and move on. But, upon accepting the offer, we we asked the president, say that, look, Mr. President, if if you want us to sign this 50% thing, you must prepare us the extension contract because they wanted they, they want to start the league in October until November. So our current contract ends on November. Mm-hmm. So what's what about the, the next contract? So we need to sign that first to secure ourselves, right? Mm. In order for us to accept this 50%. Mm-hmm. So it will is it's only fair, lah, bro, for us yes, players yeah. to do that, right? So he says that, okay, bye. That one we have to leave to coach because Coming this August, we have a transfer window. So we might trim the team. We might, I don't know. Then in my heart, what the hell, Sian? <laughs> then Scully, come August, you tell me, like, sudden news, you know? Hey, bye. So sorry, we there's too many ASEAN players, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. What will happen to me, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So my agent, so then the next day, my agent start talking to my coach and then we start to, to find out a lot of other details, uh, you know, about sponsors. We heard that sponsors, the main sponsors want to pull out and stuff like that. Then after that, I everybody like, like looking at each other, what to do next, what to do next, that kind of thing. So after that, we spoke to the president. Uh, some players also agree to, to this outing lah, basically, mm-hmm. to this to this route lah. Mm-hmm. Not only myself. Then after that, a lot of other foreign players also did that in other clubs as well. Yeah, but then I told my president lah, I said. I say, boss, I don't see a clear picture here, lah. You know about going forward. Uh, what are the other options that we can take if we don't take the fifty percent? So you say that okay, bye. We, we the only thing is that you take your conversation and we shake hands and we leave, lah. So yeah, that that was the thing, ah. Then after that, I told my wife about it. <laughs> I took the conversation, then she's she's super happy, <laughs> like. She's super happy for my termination, you know. Because you're coming back. Because I'm coming back. That's <laughs> mm, the thing. Yeah. And if I stay, if I stayed on, mm. brother, until August, bro, yeah. do nothing. Mm. You understand? Was okay, watching, training. Watching one of your Instagram stories, I was just like, not doing anything. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> do what? Instagram <laughs> life. <laughs> mm-hmm. So my thinking was, okay, if I leave Thailand now, I would meet. I will meet the transfer window of S League, MSL, and also Thailand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got three chances. If I stayed until August, Scully they say they don't want. 
I only left with one choice, bro. Mm-hmm. And to stay in Thailand. Mm-hmm. Correct. Not? So here I am. Yeah, getting back. Everything feels good. Then I tell my wife, um, no, fin- financially, we are okay. Um, in terms of, yeah, obviously we save a lot during my playing days as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel I felt fortunate that when I start my career in Indonesia, um, I invested some of my money opening up a spa here in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, my wife, uh, and myself, we run a spa for ladies and daughters only mm-hmm. uh, for the past 10 years now. The name it of the spa is? Spa by Nofasari and after my wife's name. Okay. So three years ago, we opened up a, a skincare clinic mm-hmm. which is named after my daughter, mm-hmm. Moza Aesthetics. That's the one near Zamzam? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in yeah, Haji Lane. Yeah, yeah, just, uh, <laughs> yeah, correct, correct. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, things are, things are okay, I can say. I mean, um, it's it's feeding the family. Okay. Um, it, it's not some wow business, but well, it's nice. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's enough for us to live, mm-hmm. uh, to be happy as a family. And obviously, during this COVID, um, you know, it hits everybody, even my sh- my my our businesses as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew that it's not that we knew COVID was not uh, COVID is coming, but we knew along the years that you know one day I will stop playing. You know, there will be the day will come that I say that, okay, I don't have, uh, I don't have fixed income. I need to, I need to depend on the business, you know, mm-hmm. things like that to, to let me, to hold me for a good few years before I settle down and do other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were prepared for that actually. Okay. And I'm thankful lah, that we, as a family, we plan, you know, things turn out nicely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we, we, we go we go to SCDs. Uh. Okay. Yeah. And why Tampanese? Tampanese? Oh, they only they call me, bro. Mm-hmm. If I, I thought I can finish my career in Gilang, but <laughs> Gilang never called me also. So <laughs> yeah. La. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know lah what's the what's the mm-hmm. what's the thing behind that. Maybe I'm old for them, maybe I'm slow for them, mm-hmm. but I don't care. La, but you're thankful day. because you are at a club and I'm sure you've already started training and all you see good things there. Correct. Um to be honest, bro, I um, it, it's early to say lah, mm-hmm. but I've heard good things about Gavin, yep. the coach. Mm-hmm. Um, even Amri, bro, Amri, <laughs> my roommate for ten years, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I cannot. There's no way I cannot trust him lah. You know mm-hmm. about this. So he told me a lot of good points during his days in Tampines and all. He said, "Bye, you you'll be taken care of, uh, very well. Don't worry. You know he's a he's a fantastic guy." You know, he he will understand you and stuff like that. You know, he will understand your age and and all. He he will he will bring out the best of you, like. That's the most important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at this age, bro, I just want to enjoy football. Mm-hmm. I just wanna. You know, it's just a matter of what, one, two, three, four. I don't know, two years, three years maximum, maybe. I don't know. So. I appreciate so much. I feel thankful so much that Tampines, the only team that come to me and wanting me on board. And you know, bro, you when you when you play for a team like Tampines, there's no way that you can have that mindset of okay, I'll just come here and relax, finish the two years, just walk walk around football. You know, there's no way, bro. Tampines is a team with it's a prestigious team, mm-hmm. um, team with a lot of history, win a lot of championship. So, and until today, bro, the football they play, bro, I don't see, I don't, I don't, I don't go through much changes, bro from Thailand to mm, yeah. to Tampines yeah. because the training 
it's almost the same. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I feel. Okay. And the and the energy around the players, the changing room, Farudin Mustafich is there. Mm-hmm. It's very nice, bro. I I feel like wow, this is. You feel truly at home. I feel truly yeah. at home. Yes, yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the final question before we move on to a couple of fan questions and the quick fire round. Yeah. Uh, it's it's something I've always wanted to ask you. It's about your family, you know. Correct. I follow you on Instagram and social media, and you. You always post about your family, uh, be it your kids or coming back home to Singapore and seeing them. Yeah. And uh, especially about uh, your daughter, Moza. And it seems to me that, you know, at a stage of your career where most people would have stopped <coughs> playing, it seems like there is motivation coming from somewhere. Right. And my assumption is it comes from your children. Yep. Is that true? And also, have you ever thought about giving out football and was it really your kids who give you the motivation to keep on going year after year after year? Bro, when I found out when I found out about Moza, mm-hmm. I I was in Singapore. I was in the in, we go through for we go through a five month scan. Okay. You know, during that five month scan, you can see five fingers. You can see the detailing of the the baby. Okay. So when they when they say that, um, I'm so sorry, Mr. Bai and Nofa, I we cannot see the right hand. Bro, I I'm like leaning back on the wall already, bro. I I think like the world is over for me, you know. And while leaning back, while looking at my wife crying, I don't know whether this is real or not. Sir. I, I I kept closing my eyes thinking that, hey, please, uh, this is a dream. This is a dream. I wake up still reality, bro. And that's the downside, bro. I cannot control myself for, for a while. I was in Persib Bandung. I called my boss from Persib Bandung. I called, his name is Pak Aji Umu. So I called him Pak Aji. I got the news for you. I just found out that my daughter in inside the uh, in the pregnancy during the pregnancy, my daughter uh, doesn't have an arm, right up, uh, right arm. So then he he felt sorry for it and all. Then he said, "So, bye. What, what are your plans?" He said. I said, "Paji, I want to quit football." I told him that. I said. Then he said, "Hey, are you crazy?" This is yours. This is yours. This is your source of income for your family. Mm-hmm. You cannot do that, boy. You have to be. T- you must be. You must toughen up. Take how many days you want. You want to take one month, two months, three months off. Up to you. I will support you. He said. Persib Bandung boss. Bro. Until today, I will remember that the quotes that he that he tell me that because he whenever he come to Singapore nowadays <laughs> he come to Singapore for a medical checkup mm-hmm. he will he will always call lah. And drop by, say hi, and all. So those were the days, ah. Uh. Then after that, uh, it took me only like two weeks, three weeks, ah, uh, max. Two weeks, ah. Uh. I just overcome myself quickly, and then I go back to Bandung. Uh, he met me and say, "Hey, say why, why only one week plus two weeks you come back? Say go stay with your family." I say no. Say, if not, I don't want to be. I don't want. To be in silent and hide myself, and I want to overcome this. Mm-hmm. So I use football, I use my training, you know, to to drill my mind and to say that no, no, I have to do this. And I'm alone, you know, in in with together with Sharil. Sharil is with me in Bandung. Okay. Uh, but technically, I'm alone like, in my room. So I try to use that moment to to really push myself up again. Yeah, and then after that, when Moza was born, um, you know, day by day. She inspired me in a, in such that, you know, bro. During her toddler days, she always fell down, and she fell down every time she fell down. She, she uses her both hand to to tahan, right? Mm-hmm. 
she always fall down on the right. Bro. She will end up falling on the right. Then her right, the right side of her forehead mm-hmm. always uh, blue black. Lah. Okay. Yeah, that's this is the the most common area lah. Mm-hmm. Then I felt sorry, yeah, bro. I don't know what to do, sir. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like, sir, am I a bad father or what? You know, but you know, along the way, I did soul searching and all that. You know, people, a lot of uh, good moral support uh, being given by friends and mm-hmm. families. I picked myself up, ah. I picked myself up, and those days, ah, during Lions Chow, uh, I was. I was told by my teammates, uh, you know, like you, you always like, you start playing rough now. You start like kicking players and unnecessarily, I start having problems with individual players in the changing room. Not that, not that I'm trying to be a gangster or what, nah, bro. It's not like that. It's just that I cannot control myself at one at that moment. Like I cannot accept reality. How much I can move on also, I still like in my, one part of my heart telling me that Shala is, is, how shall like this mm-hmm. happen to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then slowly, bro, slowly, day by day, day by day, day by day. But bro, by playing hard and all that, it helps me in my game. Do you remember, right? Lions mm-hmm. of Day, I always, we, me and Malone James, how, bro? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's like a tree, man, bro. Mm-hmm. He's like a tree, <laughs> though. Kau langgar pokok lagi. Tree stronger than him, no? How, you tell me? Uh, so, those are the, those are the times where no, I need, I need to do this for my daughter. For my daughter. For my daughter. For my daughter. That's it. Uh, then when she, she she start to speak, you know, she's, bro, today she speak good English, bro. Mm-hmm. And she always tell me, you know, daddy, if I can, if I got one hand, I can do it. You can do it also. Mm-hmm. Uh, she always tell me that. Wonderful. And this, this is a source of inspiration uh, that every time, you know, with one hand, she tie her shoelace. You know, these moments, bro, you just need to have one minute of silence and just stare at what she do. If she can do that, Sarah, why I can't? Mm-hmm. Understand? That drives me until today, even though I'm 36. I don't give a fuck also what people mm-hmm. want to say about me. Mm-hmm. Really. Because, to me, this is my mission in life. This is my, this is my will. Right? Your will, your problem. Mm-hmm. You, what you want to achieve in your life, that's your, that's everybody, individual's uh, achievement. Right? Correct. Individual target. Mm-hmm. But for me, this is my target. As long as I want to play, I can play. I'm fit enough. I don't care. Bro, I sprint test also. I beat the young boys also. Mm. So what's there to say? You understand? It's just a mindset, bro. At the end of the day, it's just mindset. That's why I always tell these boys, this 17, 18-year-old, I'm not here trying to preach, right, bro. But, so bro, how easy now? J-League, you can, you can have ASEAN players now. Yeah. K-League, you can have ASEAN players now. Mm-hmm. Thai-League, M-League. Name it, name it, man. Last time, I want to go to Persija. How difficult it is, bro. We use emails, bro. Not even DMs, no. You understand? Yeah. We need, we send e- emails, then they need to download that video I need to send to someone. Bro, how easy today, social media. Mm. And yet, these boys are just like, okay lah, relax lah, just play Singapore, you know, earn three, four thousand, do a bit of grab here and there. You understand? Yeah. It's the mindset, bro. At the end of the day, it's the mindset. It's, if this is how your career you want it to be, then this is how it is. So, it's, it's up to you. Nice. Yeah. Really motivational words from Bai. <laughs> Great way to end off our podcast. But before I let you go, I have uh, two fan questions and of course the quick fire round. A question from Sefki Shaban. I think it's a... <laughs> 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 Shut up, this one confirmed. 
Okay, okay, bring but it no, on. It's a very simple question. He just asked, yeah. what is your routine on match day? I'm not sure if he's trying to be cheeky, but he's asking what's your routine on match routine, day. Routine, uh, match day. <laughs> I, okay, I will always try to, for match day, uh, okay, I, I will always use as 48 hours uh, before okay. the game. Okay, match day is normally on match day, mm-hmm. but I always take 48 hours. I will try to eat as proper as I can. Mm-hmm. Sleep, and most importantly, water. Okay. Uh, drink up a lot. Um, you know, you put all it, all these routines into place. You know, try not to mess up certain things. Um, and obviously, good sleep. Uh. Yeah, sleep resting is very mm-hmm. important. And as as I as I'm aging right now, you know, it, longer recovery time, but actually more work you need to put in. Mm. Yeah, a lot swimming and all stuff recovery like that. I, I start to I start to look into. Things like yoga. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> I wait. Well, last time I don't even want to know about all this. You know, yeah. Cycling, eh? Cycling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey, bro. You can you can ask all the physios, bro. You can ask all of them. You can ask all the fitness coach in Singapore how much I hate all that moni- heart rate monitor and all. Bro, today I I got my own heart rate monitor, bro. <laughs> yeah, correct. Uh, sing. Sinking up to my gummy lah. <laughs> so I kind of like wanting to know more how my body works now. Nice. You know, like I try to learn the scientific part of it lah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Next how, Boza. Huh? Next Boza, next fitness coach. No lah, bro. <laughs> no, no. Just, just, just for personal thing mm-hmm. lah. Just to learn, okay, this is how my heart rate goes up. Okay, this is how it is. Then sometimes I, I ask reference from them lah. Okay. Yeah. Another question from Adi Mazu. Uh, he asked, should Irfan Fandi continue playing at centre-back? So I think it's just your opinion on that. Can bro, of course. Why not? Mm-hmm. Because I think I think the question stems from the fact that he has played in a few positions up front and uh and centre back. Do you feel centre back is his best position? Well, brother, to, for me, brother, Ifan, solid, strong guy, man, bro. Mm-hmm. He he's like he well, he's 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 at the best time of his career right now. He's he's how old is he? He's 19, 20. I think just after 20. 21? Just after Perhaps, 20, yeah. 21, uh. mm-hmm. Oh, brother, long time, man. Mm-hmm. And I know Ifan, I know they you know the Fundy brothers. Uh, they they have this dream about playing abroad and playing like abroad means abroad far like Europe and all. I believe they can they can do it. You know, Ifan is, say brother, he got a good size, man, bro. He he, I mean, he got he got he, the physical presence is there. Um, at the end of the day, again, is how much he wants to push it. You know, today, um. You know, it's a plus point for players who can play multiple positions. Mm-hmm. You know, back then, we only have a few. Maybe one of them, Matnur Rahman, you know. Okay. Matnur Rahman, always, you put him anywhere, bro. Mm-hmm. Jumat Jantan, you mm-hmm. know. These, these are the players that, versatile players. Okay. So, if he can look at that as an advantage for him, then it could be, it, it could be for him, you know. It could be mm-hmm. an advantage for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if right. he uses it properly and if he really progress, then... Well, the future is only bright, man. Great. Yeah. And quick fire round. Uh, five questions that I'll need an immediate answer to. <laughs> mm. First question. Uh, your best teammate? Kairu Amri. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who else. <laughs> okay. Uh, the most memorable moment that you've had as a player? Memorable. <sighs> Must answer one word or? Uh, could be any moment. Could be a moment, or if you want to say uh, a particular match, a particular goal. Um, 
Bro, our first Suzuki Cup bonus. My God, that story funny, sial. I don't know if you want to listen. Or. Please, please. Of course. Do. <laughs> please do. <laughs> Bro, the bonus, well, uh, that day, funny, sial. The first one. The first one. Okay. When we won the AF, AFF. Uh. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, bro, myself, Ismail Yunus, Hassan Sani, we were at Simpang Bedok, bro. Okay. So, we, we got news lah, saying that, hey, the bonus is coming in today. <laughs> it's coming in tonight after 12 right normally <laughs> so bro we we were just hanging around there at at this spice or wherever lah you know just to kill time <laughs> eat it, drink tetare sekali bro of, back then <clears throat> some of our watches are have different timing lah mine is like 11.57 mm-hmm. he's like 12.01 <laughs> he's like 11.59 okay. since Hassan's uh, watch is 12.01 so we say, okay, Hassan, go. Go and check. Sekali we check, bro. The balance, bro. <laughs> oh my God. Bro, we can tell this story over and over again, man. And we will laugh about it, bro. So you had no idea how much it was going to be? We have no idea. We we know lah, roughly amount, the rough okay. amount, but okay, we don't know until we see the, the screen, right? Mm. <clears throat> bro, it was $3.33, bro. <laughs> <laughs> There's a plot twist. <laughs> and why was it three dollars and thirty three cents? I don't know, man. Hassan, <laughs> you can you can call him now and ask him. <laughs> so he said, "Hey, how much? How much, Hassan? How much?" He said, "Sun dot sun sun." <laughs> so that was it, lah. Uh. It was well, uh, Then after that, apparently my watch was was the correct one. Mm-hmm. Then after after twelve midnight, yeah, game change, bro. <laughs> we conquer Singapore, ah. <laughs> Moment life change. Yeah, man. <clears throat> okay. Uh, <clears throat> next question is the toughest opponent you've ever had. Toughest opponent. Bro, I think Terasil Dangda. Terasil Dangda. He's a, he's a very good player, bro. Toughest. So not, far, not even Marlon James. Okay, uh, toughest, I can say... Okay, la, I put it at Malone James. Malone James. Yeah. It was a good... Like like a punching bag, uh, bro. <laughs> uh, you know? <laughs> and also, uh, there's uh, this Pahang guy. This uh, Wakami. Dixon Wakami, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also good player. Nice. Uh, the worst match you've ever had? Worst match? Uh... I think got one game. Uh. For national team? For club? I think the Lions show, uh, I missed the penalty that one. Oh, Semi-final, Malaysia mm, Cup. Okay. Ah, <laughs> Kiyo, that one, I score a goal already. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I assume you didn't sleep that night. Yeah, bro. How, <laughs> how to sleep? I cannot sleep. Alright. Before we end off, uh, the final question. Uh, your wish for Singapore football? Uh... Okay lah, bro. I I wish, I I wish all players all the best. You know. Um. I don't want to hide this lah. I I just hope that our football will get better. Mm-hmm. In whatever way that it can be, I just wish that we will go better. Uh, to be. You know, to improve lah our league. You know, whatever way we can. I'm not here to condemn anybody. You know, neither that I. W- I want 
I don't like the energy, you know, every time when we talk about football, it's always like negative and negative and negative. No, let's 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 work together. Lah. You know, for once, uh, be positive. Uh. For once, uh, change the mindset. You know, what's happening with our neighboring countries? They are, they left us so far. Mm-hmm. You know, put the support properly. Lah. You know, local companies and all that. You know, look into us. Uh. If you want to set the direction for football, set it properly. You know, just don't... No, until today, I don't know what's the direction of football. Mm-hmm. Of our football. What's the official blueprint for it? Mm-hmm. Suddenly, we pick up one day and we say, you can't be picking up one day and say, okay, tomorrow, let's go to the World Cup. You cannot do that, bro. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. How much you calculate, you you play snake and leather, so it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Correct, no? Mm-hmm. You must, it must be a progressive thing. You must adjust the league first. Must make it entertaining. Must get good foreign players. You understand? Then the local will improve. You know, and all that lah. The business aspect, I won't touch lah. You know, mm-hmm. so in any way that can make the league better, like before, we had we had a good league, eh, bro. Before mm-hmm. we had it before, but and I believe we can also, if we want to take this seriously, if we take football as any other project to say that okay, just let's just have football and and you know don't make so much noise and just have just play for fun, we are not going anywhere. Trust me. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I enjoy yeah. every bit of it. Alright, man. Thanks, Thanks, man. Thanks, for, thanks for coming, man. Alright, man. <laughs> and all the Thank best for so the much. season ahead with uh, Tampanese. Once oh, the no See you in Tampanese. Thank you so much. That's it for this episode of The Final Whistle. Thank you again for listening and do follow us on our social media platforms on T Final Whistle. Thank you and see you again next week.